హరే కృష్ణ వెల్కమ్ టు దిస్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత వి దిస్ ఇస్ పార్ట్ టూ ఆఫ్ ద గ్లోరీస్ ఆఫ్ అద్వైతాచార్య వీ రీడింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ద సిక్స్త్ చాప్టర్ ఆఫ్ ద ఆదులీల ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత వర్స్ ఫిఫ్టీన్ ఆన్వర్డ్స్ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం అజ్ఞానతిరాంధస్ జ్ఞానాంజన శలాకయా చక్షురుమేలితం యేన తస్మై శ్రీగురవే నమ శ్రీ చైతన్య మనోభీష్టం స్థాపితం యేన భూతలే స్వయం రూప కదామహ్యం దాతి స్వపదాంతికం వందేహం శ్రీగురో శ్రీయుతపదకమలం శ్రీగురున్ వైష్ణవాంశ్చ శ్రీరూపం సాగ్రజాతం సహగణరఘునాథాన్వితం తం సజీవం సాద్వైతం సావధూతం పరిజన సహితం కృష్ణ చైతన్యదేవం శ్రీరాధాకృష్ణపాదాన్ సహగణలలితాశ్రీ విశాఖాన్విశ్చ హే కృష్ణకరుణాసింధో దీనబంధో జగత్పతే గోపేశ గోపికాకాంతరాధాకాంతనమోస్తుతే తప్తకాంచనగౌరాంగీరాధే వృందావనేశ్వరీ వృషభానుసుతే దేవీ ప్రణమామి హరిప్రియే వాంఛాకల్పతరుభ్యశ్చ కృపాసింధుభ్య పతితానాం పావనేభ్యో వైష్ణవేభ్యో నమో నమ నమో విష్ణుపాదాయ కృష్ణప్రేష్ఠాయ భూతలే శ్రీమతే భక్తివేదాంతస్వామినితి నామినే నమస్తే సారస్వతిదేవే గౌరవాణీ ప్రచారిణే నిర్విశేషశూన్యవాదీ పాశ్చాత్యదేశతారిణే జయ శ్రీకృష్ణ చైతన్య ప్రభునిత్యానంద శ్రీ అద్వైతగదాధర శ్రీవాసాది గౌరభక్తవృంద హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామ హరే రామ 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 హరే హరే సో వెల్కమ్ టు దిస్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత సో వీఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు స్టడీ ద గ్లోరీస్ ఆఫ్ అద్వైతాచార్య సో దిస్ వాజ్ ద వర్స్ వి స్టాప్ డాట్ యాక్చువల్లీ హాఫ్ వే త్రూ ద పర్పర్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ వర్స్ నాట్ హాఫ్ వే రైట్ అబౌట్ ట్వంటీ పర్సెంట్ ఆఫ్ ద పర్పర్ వి స్టాప్డ్ సో విల్ జస్ట్ లుక్ అట్ ద వర్స్ అగైన్ మాయా జైచే ద్వీ అంశ నిమిత్తోపాదాన్ మాయా నిమిత్త హేతు ఉపాదాన ప్రధాన్ పురుష ఈశ్వర ఐచే ద్విమూర్తి హయ్యా విశ్వ సృష్టి కొరే నిమిత్త ఉపాదాన్ లోయా జస్ట్ యాజ్ ది ఎక్స్టర్నల్ ఎనర్జీ కన్సిస్ట్స్ ఆఫ్ టూ పార్ట్స్ ది ఎఫిషియంట్ కాజ్ నిమిత్త అండ్ ద మెటీరియల్ కాజ్ ఉపాదాన Maya being the efficient cause and pradhan and the material cause, so Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, assumes two forms to create the material world with the efficient and material causes. So, even Mahavishnu, here it is mentioned, has two forms. Hmm. It is the second form of Mahavishnu. One is in charge of the pradhan, one is in charge of the Maya, which is the... efficient cause which is the manifested cause pradhan is the unmanifest so anyway we have read about until here so we are going to read from this uh, this paragraph here the great vaishnav philosopher shilavidya baladevidya bhushan vidya bhushan so he has nicely explained the materialistic conclusion in his govinda bhashya now just before that we will just get some context from the previous paragraph here in the last sentence you see 
as long as the material scientists and philosophers do not come to the right conclusion certainly they were they will hover above the material field bereft of proper understanding of the absolute truth <coughs> so because they will be inductive they are doing this research trying to find out everything they will hover over the material field they will not come to the right conclusion <coughs> now about their conclusion shil prabhupad says that here shilo baladev vidyabhushan has very nicely explained the materialistic conclusion in his govinda bhashya a commentary on the vedanta sutra now before we go further and read his commentary now this is called govinda bhashya because <coughs> baladev vidyabhushan um it is a very interesting story actually i uh, i cannot narrate the entire story it will take some time but anyway he was writing this vedanta sutra a commentary on the vedanta sutra because every other sampradaya had and the, the scholars from other sampradaya vaishnava sampradayas have challenged the uh, gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya that oh you don't even have a commentary the reason being that um shrimad bhagavatam was taken as a natural commentary of the vedanta sutra natural commentary means when a commentary is done by the author of the book you see vedanta sutra was <coughs> written by shila vedavyas and vedavyas himself has written the bhagavatam which is the commentary on the vedanta sutra uh, i think um, brahma sutras what is that verse there is a verse actually um i hope i can find it uh bhashyam brahma sutra nam niyam bhashyam brahma sutra nam one second just uh, bear with me here i'll try to take out that verse yes this is the one చైతన్య చరితామృత మధ్యలీల చాప్టర్ ట్వంటీ ఫైవ్ వర్సెస్ వన్ హండ్రెడ్ అండ్ ఫార్టీ త్రీ అండ్ వన్ హండ్రెడ్ అండ్ ఫార్టీ ఫోర్ టేకెన్ ఫ్రమ్ గరుడపురాణ్ దిస్ ఇస్ ద కొటేషన్ ఫ్రమ్ గరుడపురాణ్ వాట్ ఇస్ దాట్ అర్థోయం బ్రహ్మసూత్రాణం భారతార్థ వినిర్మ గాయత్రి భాష్యూపోసౌ వేదార్థ పరిబ్రహ్మిత పురాణానాం సమాహరూప సాక్షాత్ భగవతోదిత ద్వాదశస్కంధయుక్తోయం శతవిచ్ఛేదసంయుత గ్రంథోష్టాదశ సాహస్ర శ్రీమద్భాగవతాభిధ గ్రంథ అష్టాదశ సాహస్ర అష్టాదశ సాహస్ర మీన్స్ ఎయిటీన్ థౌజండ్ వర్సెస్ గ్రంథ so the meaning of the vedanta sutra is present in shrimad bhagavatam <coughs> the full purport of the mahabharata is also there the commentary of the brahma gayatri is also there and fully expanded with all vedic knowledge shrimad bhagavatam is the supreme purana and it was compiled by the supreme personality of godhead in his incarnation as vyasadev there are 12 cantos 335 chapters and 18000 verses so this is a quotation from garuda purana so on the authority of this shloka the gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya did not uh, attempt to comment on the shrimad bhagavatam 
but then when its reputation was at stake because there was a meeting of scholars from all vaishnava sampradayas and they failed to recognize the gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya as a authorized sampradaya because they don't have a commentary on the vedanta sutra hmm. oh you don't have uh, vedic knowledge or so that means you are not uh, bona fide so to establish the authority of uh, gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya baladev vidya bhushan uh, took up the task to um, write a commentary but he was crying to lord govinda radha govinda now also you can see govinda dev in jaipur that same deity so baladev vidya bhushan was crying at his feet please help me i don't know i'm a fool of course a devotee he is full of knowledge but he out of his humility he was saying like this like prabhupad when he went uh, he was praying to krishna he wrote in the poem oh krishna please make my power uh, power of speaking suitable for their understanding if you so will if you so wish um uh, let my speech be uh, you know uh, effective so in this way he was praying that i have no in fact he said i am an insignificant beggar i have no qualification i have no education i have no devotion but i am uh, my only thing is that you are there so please you give me the blessings so in this way prabhupad prayed to krishna so baladev vidya bhushan being a pure devotee he also prayed to krishna to establish the vedanta sutra commentary on the vedanta sutra and what happened was govinda dev the radha govinda you know the govinda dev deity he started speaking and he said okay i will dictate the entire thing you write so govinda was dictating and baladev vidya bhushan was writing so any pure devotee when he writes on krishna it is like this it is the dictation of krishna prabhupad also said these are not my books this is dictation of krishna krishna was speaking and i was just writing that's it so that's why baladev vidya bhushan said this is govinda bhashya hmm so going back to that see in his govinda bhashya he writes as follows so now when it is govinda bhashya written by shri baladev vidya bhushan now whatever he writes is perfect because govinda dev himself spoke that's why whatever the pure devotee speaks and what krishna speaks they are always above faults hmm. so he writes as follows the sankhya philosopher kapila has connected the different elementary truths according to his own opinion this is about the atheistic kapila there is theistic kapila also who is the incarnation of krishna who this is stated in the bhagavatam material nature according to him consists of the equilibrium of the three material qualities goodness passion and ignorance material nature produces the material energy known as mahat and mahat produces the false ego the ego produces the five objects of sense perception which produce the sense uh, which produce the 10 senses five for acquiring knowledge and five for working the mind and the five gross elements so all these are produced from ego this is his understanding he thinks uh, material nature is uh, known as mahat and fr- mahat produces false ego and pro- ego produces the five objects of sense sense perception and the five objects of sense perception produce the 10 senses and the mind and the five gross elements counting the purusha or the enjoyer with these 24 elements there are 25 dif- different truths the non manifest stage of these 25 elementary truths is called prakriti or material nature the qualities of material nature can associate in three different stages namely as the cause of happiness the cause of distress and the cause of illusion 
so this is in the mode of passion uh, sorry goodness passion and ignorance in goodness the qualities of the quality of material nature is happiness in passion there is distress and ignorance there is illusion the quality of goodness is the cause of material happiness the quality of passion is the cause of material distress and the quality of ignorance is the cause of illusion our material experience lies within the boundaries of these three manifestations of happiness distress and illusion so all our material experience can be bounded by these three divisions of happiness distress and illusion <clears throat> for example a beautiful woman is certainly a cause of material happiness for one who possesses her as a wife but the same beautiful woman is a cause of distress to a man whom she rejects or who is the cause of uh, anger if she leaves a man sorry but the same beautiful woman is a cause of distress to a man whom she rejects or who is the cause of her anger and if she leaves a man she becomes the cause of illusion <coughs> i think all bollywood movies and indian movies practically many movies are based on this this kind of stories happiness distress illusion first the hero will find the heroine oh all um, you know rosy and this and that happy happy then there will be some villain who will cause you know oh i also want this girl then there will be fight anxiety you know distress and then illusion when she leaves him or you know if there is some you know in the all these twists and turns you know these movies have uh, kind of um, you know um, become expert in pro- uh, portraying these things <coughs> these kind of stories so everybody can relate to this actually <coughs> and then sometimes the the girl leaves the uh, boy i mean the heroine leaves the hero and then he will go drinking and you know something you know illusion see the two kinds of senses are the ten external senses and the one internal sense the mind <coughs> thus there are 11 senses according to kapila material nature is eternal and all powerful according to kapila material nature is eternal actually but not all powerful powerful compared to us but krishna powers the material world under his instructions she works originally there is no spirit and matter has no cause this is his idea matter itself is the chief cause of everything <coughs> excuse me so it is the all pervading cause of all causes the sankhya philosophy regards the total energy mahatatva the false ego and the five objects of sense perception as the seven diverse manifestations of material nature again we'll read that part again the um, it is the all pervading cause of all causes okay matter the sankhya philosophy regards the total energy mahatatva the false ego and the five objects of sense perception as the seven diverse manifestations of material nature which has two features known as the material cause and the efficient cause the purusha the enjoyer is without transformation whereas material nature is always subject to transformation but although material nature is inert it is the cause of enjoyment and salvation for many living creatures its activities are beyond the conception of sense perception but still one may guess at them by superior intelligence material nature is one but because of the interaction of the three qualities it can produce the total energy and wonderful cosmic manifestation such transformations divide material nature into two features 
namely the efficient and material causes so this is all the the idea of this sankhya this atheistic sankhya philosophy now because it rejects the conception of god therefore it falls apart anything any philosophy which rejects the conception of god is bound to be faulty <coughs> so uh, let's read on uh, try to understand the whole thing so material nature is one but because of the interaction of the three qualities it can produce a total energy and a wonderful cosmic manifestation such transformations uh, divide material nature into two features namely the efficient and material causes the purusha the enjoyer which is the living entity by the way is inactive and without material qualities although at the same time he is the master existing separately in each and every body as the emblem of knowledge by understanding the material cause one can guess that the purusha the enjoyer being without activity is aloof from all kinds of enjoyment or superintendence sankhya philosophy after describing the nature of prakriti material nature and purusha the enjoyer asserts that the creation is only a product of their unification or proximity to one another with such unification the living symptoms are visible in material nature but one can guess that in the person of the enjoyer the purusha there are powers of control and enjoyment when the purusha is illusioned for want of sufficient knowledge he feels himself to be the enjoyer and when he is in full knowledge he is liberated in the sankhya philosophy the purusha is described to be always indifferent to the activities of prakriti again a reminder this is not our philosophy this is the philosophy of the atheistic sankhya okay <clears throat> the sankhya philosopher accepts three kinds of evidences namely direct perception hypothesis and traditional authority you see they don't accept the scripture as very authoritative hmm when such evidence is complete everything is perfect the process of comparison in which uh, sorry the the process of comparison is within such perfection beyond such evidence there is no proof there is not much controversy regarding direct perceptual evidence or authorized traditional evidence the sankhya system of philosophy identifies three kinds of procedures namely parinamat transformation samanvayat adjustment and shaktitah performance of energies as the causes of the cosmic manifestation now there ends with, as you see the end of the double quotes that is the end of the uh, sankhya philosophy the materialistic philosophy now shri baladev vidya bhushan in his commentary on the vedanta sutra has tried to nullify this conclusion because he thinks that discrediting these so called causes of the cosmic manifestation will nullify the entire sankhya philosophy <coughs> yeah so the causes are not material because he he thought it like that the material in its material cause in its two features namely the efficient cause and the and the material cause i mean the maya and the pradhana the manifested and the non manifested so there are different causes so they are the ultimate cause of everything that happens and when there is proximity of that nature to the living entity then there is the propensity to enjoy which is uh, when he is not liberated and when he is liberated he becomes aloof from the influence of the maya so he is only taking into account uh, the soul but he does not understand that actually the soul is 
the part and parcel of the super soul that he doesn't take into account see so um okay here it is materialistic philosophers accept matter to be the material and efficient cause of creation for them matter is the cause of every type of manifestation see generally they give the example of a water pot and clay clay is the cause of the water pot but the clay can be found as both cause and effect the water pot is the effect and clay itself is the cause but clay is visible everywhere in the water pot a tree is matter but a tree produces fruit water is matter but water flows in this way say the sankhyaites matter is the cause of movements and production as such matter can be considered the material and efficient cause of everything in the cosmic manifestation shri baladev vidyabhushan has therefore enunciated the nature of pradhan as follows material nature is inert and as such it cannot be the cause of matter now this is actual vaishnava philosophy first of all he he stated the philosophy of the sankhya atheistic sankhya philosophy then now he is refuting that material nature is inert and as such it cannot be the cause of matter because it's inert a cause means it acts it is the one who initiates the action but when it is inert it is dead thing how can it initiate like a car the car does not initiate the movement the driver initiates the movement and then the car will move so uh, similarly the car cannot be considered the you know cause of the movement similarly material nature is inert inert means it is it is not active it is it is activated by person the personal feature either the living entities or of course the supreme personality of godhead see so therefore because it is inert it cannot be the cause and this is logical see material nature is inert and as such it cannot be the cause of matter neither as the material nor as the efficient cause both <laughs> they are actually they are actually only nimitta you see instruments seeing the wonderful arrangement and management of the cosmic manifestation generally suggests that a living brain is behind this arrangement for without a living brain such an arrangement could not exist which is true i mean even if uh, as prabhupad many times said if even a spacecraft requires so much intelligence to put it into space why we why should we think that all the planets which are moving already in space since time immemorial do not require intelligence huh? one should not imagine that such an arrangement can exist without conscious direction in our practical experience we we never see that inert bricks can themselves construct a big building it's true it requires personal touch the example of the water pot cannot be accepted because a water pot has no perception of pleasure and distress such perception is within therefore the covering body or the water pot cannot be synchronized with it sometimes the material scientist suggests that trees grow from the earth automatically without assistance from a gardener because that is a tendency of matter <coughs> they also consider the intuition of living creatures from birth to be material but such material tendencies as bodily intuition cannot be accepted as independent for they suggest the existence of a spirit soul within the body actually neither the tree nor any other body of a living creature has any tendency or intuition 
the tendency and intuition exist because the soul is present within the body in this connection the example of a car and driver may be given very profitably the car has a tendency to turn left left and uh, right and left but one cannot say that the car itself as matter turns right and left without the direction of a driver a material car has neither tendencies nor intuitions independent of the intentions of the driver within the car the same principle applies for the automatic growth of trees in the forest the growth takes place because of the soul's presence within the tree this is very clear you see although the car is built to turn left and right and speed and slow down and brake and stop and everything but without the intention without the um, activation of a person it cannot happen even the tendency now you may say but then how come when a driver is driving um it can go beyond his control <coughs> like if it has to follow the intention of the driver right but why it has it goes beyond the intention of the driver and does harm to him because a driver would never want to bring harm to himself that will never be his intention but then it goes against his intention what is, what is going on so <coughs> it is the <coughs> intention not only of the driver but also of the manufacturer of the car the driver wants to turn left and right but the manufacturer of the car provides the facility for the driver to turn left and right and therefore the the manufacturer or the creator of the car has invested the car with certain powers which can be activated by uh the driver the driver did not create those powers the creator the manufacturer created those powers and invested them in the car but still the car will be inert unless activated by the driver and if the driver misuses then it will have adverse effects so it's not exactly beyond intention because the intention to turn left or right because the engineer the the manufacturer has programmed the car in a certain way now the driver has to follow that programming if he does not do according to the uh, direction of the manufacturer then he will misuse it and it will it will have adverse effects like if we buy a product um and don't read the manual and then we just do whatever we like with the product against its intended use then it's going to you know produce ad- adverse effects anything is like that so our material body is created not by us but by krishna through the agency of the material world so she is the manufacturer under the order of krishna so we have to know how to drive this material body to go safely if we misuse that then there will be adverse effects because the the power that the body is invest invested with by the nature by the will of the material nature under the order of the create i mean the supreme creator krishna uh that is already set and the law of karma is set in motion already so we have to follow like the manufacturer has provided the brake the accelerator but by mistake if i produce the if i step on the accelerator instead of the brake then instead of stopping it will move even faster and then hit the whatever is there in front you see i want to stop but i press the wrong thing then it went faster so you see therefore the intention is one thing but i need to know how to 
use it taking the manual taking the manufacturer's code of uh, procedures similarly we have to take the code of procedures given by krishna and then conduct ourselves in this world if if we don't do that if we do whimsically then we will suffer then that is explain let's go briefly to bhagavad gita we will go to first this verse 18 rod 58 machitta sarva durgaane matprasada tarishyasi athachetvam ahankaran nashroshasi vinangshasi if you become conscious of me you will pass over all the obstacles of conditioned life by my grace if however you do not work in such consciousness but act through false ego not hearing me you will be lost and how to hear him how to become conscious of him by following his directions laid out in the scriptures tasma chhastram pramanante karya karya vyavasthito gyatva shastra vidhan uktam karma kartum iharhasi one should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by the regulations of the scriptures knowing such rules and regulations one should act so that he may gradually be elevated so we should know from the scriptures what is duty and what is not duty but if we don't consult the scriptures This is what happens. Sixteen twenty-three. Ya shastra vidhi mutsrijya vartate kamakaratha na sa siddhi ma vapnoti na sukham na paramgatim. He who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme nor the supreme destination. Now, if we drive without following any rules of uh, usage of the car and the ro- uh, rules of traffic, then we're not going to reach the destination. We get crashed somewhere. Okay. and that's what is happening we don't reach the supreme destination that we are supposed to reach as a um, soul in in the human body in human life we are supposed to reach the supreme destination this human life is meant for that but if we don't use it properly then that's what happens so why does it go out of control of the driver because there are two aspects two controllers of this the driver and the manufacturer manufacturer has set a certain code and certain procedure how this will work now we have to know the procedure and work it make it work now if i don't follow the procedure if i when i say i don't follow the procedure means i am see the the like suppose when i want to press the brake but i press the accelerator i did follow the procedure i followed the procedure of accelerating it but in my mind i wanted to actually stop it but i followed the procedure of acceleration similarly everybody wants to become happy but they are following the procedure of unhappiness they wish wish uh, happy new year 2020 it turned out to be bad happy new year 2021 it turned out to be worse so <laughs> why because they want a procedure of happiness they want happiness to come but they following the procedure of unhappiness it's not that they're not following the process not following the procedure there is procedure for both now which what we have to do when now there is a time for acceleration there is a time for braking and we have, we need to know when to do that where to do that huh. we have to brake in sinful life we have to accelerate in devotional life but if we break in the devotional life and accelerate in sinful life then we're going to get meet with an accident so this is what we're doing so we are following the procedure but in the wrong place at the wrong time 
so therefore we have to conduct ourselves properly so again the car has a tendency to turn left and right but one cannot say that the car itself as matter turns right and left without the direction of the driver the car will follow the direction of the driver the car is just very simple it will follow whatever you do but if you want to do one thing and follow do another thing it will follow what you do and not what you think you wanted to do you know so just having a good intention or thinking i want to help people or i want to do good but then i if i follow the wrong thing <coughs> the result is going to be bad the intention not only not is not just the intention it's the procedure that is important intention is also important but we should need to know how to execute on the intention and do it procedurally co- correct hmm. <coughs> the car has a tendency to turn left and right but one cannot say the car itself as matter turns right and left without the direction of a driver a material car has neither tendencies nor intuitions they independent of the intentions of the driver within the car <coughs> so the intentions of the driver are expressed by the things that he does but sometimes when his mind and body is not in sync he is thinking of one thing and he is doing another thing but the car only interprets his action with his hand or leg as his intention not what is happening in his head and therefore uh in our head we want we may want to do good but if we don't have the if we do it wrongly then the nature the the result will be on what we do what not what we thought we wanted to do you see this law of karma is exactly like that <coughs> the same principle applies for the automatic growth of trees in the forest the growth takes place because of the soul's presence within the tree sometimes foolish people take it for granted that people uh, that because scorpions are born from heaps of rice the rice has produced the scorpions this is called tandula um, vrishchikanyaya i think <coughs> the logic of rice and the scorpions Uh, the real fact however is that the mother scorpion lays eggs within the rice and by the proper fermentation of uh, the rice the eggs give birth to several baby scorpions which in due course come out so it's not that the right rice has produced scorpions but the scorpion has gone inside and laid the eggs and let them uh, incubate in the rice heaps and when they are actually you know when they actually hatch then the scorpions will come out of rice but it's not that the rice has produced scorpions <clears throat> and uh, this darwin this is his theory this is rice scorpion theory this thandula vrishchikanya is his because he says life and nowadays i mean the whole modern science is like that they accept that uh, life has been produced from chemicals uh, it is like rice has uh, given birth to scorpions so this is foolish this does not mean that the rice give, gives birth to scorpions similarly sometimes bugs are seen to come from dirty beds this does not mean however that the beds give birth to the bugs it is the living soul that comes forth taking advantage of the dirty condition of the bed there are different kinds of living creatures some of them come from embryos some from eggs and some from the f- fermentation of perspiration different living creatures have different sources of appearance but one should not conclude that matter produces such living creatures 
The example cited by materialists that trees automatically come from the earth follows the same principle. Taking advantage of a certain condition, a living entity comes from the earth. According to the Brihadaranyaka Upanishad, every living being is forced by divine superintendence to take a certain type of body according to his past deeds. There are many different varieties, many varieties of bodies and because of a divine arrangement, a living entity takes bodies of different shapes. When a person thinks, I am doing this, the I am does not refer to the body. It refers to something more than the body or within the body. As such, the body as it is has neither tendencies nor intuition. The tendencies and intuition belong to the soul within the body. Material scientists sometimes suggest that the tendencies of male and female bodies cause their union and that this is the cause of birth of the child. But since the Purusha, according to Sankhya philosophy, is always unaffected, where does the tendency to give birth come from? Sometimes material scientists give the example that milk turns into curd automatically and that distilled water pouring from the clouds falls down to earth, produces different kinds of trees and enters different kinds of flowers and fruits with different fragrances and tastes. Therefore, they say, matter produces varieties of material things on its own. In reply to this argument, the same proposition of the Brihadaranyaka Upanishad that different kinds of living creatures are put into different kinds of bodies by the management of a superior power is repeated. Under superior superintendence, various souls, according to their past activities, are given the chance to take a particular type of body, such as that of a tree, animal, bird or beast, and thus the different tendencies develop under these circumstances. Now, why Baladevidya Bhushan is quoting from the Brihadaranyaka Upanishad? Um, there is similar verse in the Bhagavatam also, but that is the point. When he is writing from uh, commentary on the Vedanta Sutra, he should quote from the Shruti. And Bhagavatam is considered Smriti. Actually, he can quote anywhere. But the, you know, Shankaracharya, first of all, he divided this. Oh, Shruti is more important than Smriti. Actually, there is a verse that says Smriti is actually more important than Shruti because it even gives context to the Shruti itself. But anyway, as Vaishnavas, we accept Shruti and Smriti, everything, equally. But Shankaracharya has started this thing that Shruti is more important because it is it can be manipulated, Shruti. So he took advantage of that. And Smriti is harder to manipulate. Uh, like Bhagavatam especially, you can't manipulate it. It's too rigid. You can't churn out impersonal conceptions from that. But whereas from Shruti, uh, you can, you know, try to tweak it. And that's why he attacked the Shruti instead of the Smriti. Um, in that itself shows that Smriti is more powerful because Smriti was not able to be attacked very easily. Whereas Shruti was be, was able to be attacked. And Shankarasarya found the weaker link in the Vedas, in the Vedic literature, and he attacked that. Hmm? That verse which is quoted by Nimanitai Prabhu in that uh, video, against the Zakir Nayak, you know. So, in that, he, he quotes that verse. I have not taken note of that verse. It says that um, Shruti and Smriti both are important, but actually Smriti is even more important than Shruti. Hmm. And that's why it withstood the attack of, especially Srimad Bhagavatam, withstood the attack of Shankaracharya. He could not touch the Bhagavatam. It was way too difficult for him to touch the Bhagavatam. That's why he did not even attempt it. It's so powerful. So, <clears throat> So, he started the Shruti more important thing. So, when Vaishnava Acharyas produced, uh, you know, commentaries, 
so they had to defeat the shankaracharya's philosophy so if vaishnava acharyas although they accept shruti and smriti if they quoted from smriti then the shankara follow shankaracharya followers advaitavadis they would not accept the answer so to make them accept they limited themselves to the evidence from shruti and not smriti and they quoted from shruti to defeat the especially ramanuja acharya he smashed that um, uh, advaita philosophy of shankaracharya left right and center all quoting from shruti so that's why they quoted from shruti to make it acceptable to them oh you don't want to for uh, here listen to the smriti evidence okay let me quote from shruti and still defeat you so that is the, that was the vaishnava acharyas uh, mode of presentation and that's how they did it and all the sampradayas had them except gaudiya vaishnava sampraday so that's when baladev vidya bhushan wrote and he also is quoted from this brahadaranya upanishad of course in the bhagavatam we have karmana uh, daivanetrena jantur dehopapattaye so bhagavatam has that shloka 3311 but he did not quote that he quoted from brahadaranya upanishad because it is from shruti so you understand all this uh, context and background why these particular verses were quoted so we get the full picture of what was happening and why they quoted the kind of verses so if they quoted smriti then they quoted it as a supporting feature supporting verse and not as the main evidence although vaishnavas take it as main evidence but the shankara followers they don't shankaracharya followers therefore to convince them okay we will play the rules of your game and still we will defeat you although your your rules are flawed but we will play your game your rules and still we will defeat you so that was the vaishnava acharyas um intention and it is not simply to defeat just to you know gain gain some fame and ego no it is to defeat because they are misleading the people and for that defeating them was necessary and to present the proper conclusion for the benefit of the masses so that's why they sometimes take in these contests take part in these contests but for only for the welfare of the world hmm. under superior superintendence various souls according to their past activities are given the chance to take a particular type of body such as that of a tree animal bird or beast and thus the, their different tendencies develop under these circumstances The Bhagavad Gita 13.22 also further affirms Purusha prakriti sthohi bhunkte prakriti jangunan karanam guna sangosya sadasadyoni janmasu Now you see again, before we go further, we are talking about the glories of Advaita Acharya. But here we have not talked one bit about Advaita Acharya in this verse until now. Uh, why? Again, the, word, the source of the verse is that in the two principal features the efficient and the material cause which the sankhyaites sankhya philosophers they take it as the co- the causes of the material nature on the the manifestation in the material world but actually they have superintendent personalities who govern them and mahavishnu and the second form of mahavishnu which is called the advaita uh, who is advaita they co- they actually govern so always beyond beyond or behind the impersonal manifestations of energy there is the personal energetic forms that are governing that energy maya dhyakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam krishna says i am governing the workings of the material world charachara chara means moving achara means non moving so all the non moving and moving living entities are 
manifested and you know everything is happening because of maya adhyakshana maya my direction the material world is acting so this is pointing to that personality and that is advaita prabhu the personality of the uh, efficient and material i mean one of those i think efficient what is the wait 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 we will go back hmm so lord vishnu assumes two forms okay it said that one for pradhan one for maya the efficient cause and the material cause the ingrediential cause or the efficient cause so two forms of mahavishnu so like that we have to understand and that's why we are learning philosophically now that why negating the personality of vishnu as the person behind these manifestations of energy is a fault that's why we are learning all these things now so that is the whole context so continuing on the bhagavad gita 13.22 also further affirms purusha prakriti stohi bhunte prakriti jan gunan karanam guna sangosya sadasad yoni janmasu the living entity in material life thus follows the ways of life enjoying the three modes of nature this is due to his association with that material nature thus he meets with good and evil among various species the soul is given different types of bodies for example were souls not given varieties of tree bodies the different varieties of fruits and flowers could not be produced each class of tree produces a particular kind of fruit and flower it is not that there is no distinction between the different classes an individual tree does not produce flowers of different colors of or fruits of different tastes there are demarcated classes as we find them among humans animals birds and other species there are innumerable living entities and their activities performed in the material world according to the different qualities of the material modes of nature give them the chance to have different kinds of lives so this is the actual cause of the variety uh, according to their work and association they are, the association means association with the particular mode of material nature they get different types of bodies and different situations at different times that's why they have different lives there's so much variety is there and there is custom made solution for each and every soul it's not that like a car production factory where every car is coming out same only the number plate makes it different but here no every single it is something like that different uh, number plate but every single fingerprint is different every single person's karma stock of karma is different so every person has to get a different custom made body for his desires and associations even though it may be the same family or whatever so how krishna is see managing all this if you want to make custom made solution for every customer you can't right that's why there is ready made solutions and then maybe a few categories and you choose which category you want to fall into and take that but it's not custom made that's why custom made tailors they make especially for the body shape of that person so that is different from ready made clothes and custom made tailoring the custom made tailoring is more uh, expensive because of that so anyway but krishna is actually custom making our all our clothes which is this body this clothes on the soul custom tailoring for us thus one should understand that pradhana matter cannot act unless impelled by a living creature yeah rajeshwari madhuri is saying even identical twins also differ yes very much in fact we have one devotee who is coming who has identical twin 
who is not a devotee who thinks totally differently from him and we have another set of identical twins in australia you know they are also although they look similar but they are different and their lives are also very different and everything is different in their lives also so you see uh, even there there is no similarity that is the closest they can get that means the karma is like very very similar but still it is different the materialistic theory that matter uh, independently acts cannot therefore be accepted matter is called prakriti which refers to female energy a woman is prakriti a female a female cannot produce a child without the association of a purusha a man the purusha causes the birth of a child when because the man injects the soul which is sheltered in the semen into the womb of the woman so the souls are in the semen of the man and then they are injected into the womb of the woman now here in the material world the man also cannot independently produce a child sometimes big yogis did that uh, they could do that uh, not being especially pregnant themselves it's not like that they um, you know put their semen in the pot of ghee and something like that and then chanted the mantras and with the yogic mystic power they did that kind of things but um generally speaking man cannot independent independently produce a child also although he shelters the soul in the semen but krishna the ultimate purusha he is mata dhata pitamaha you know he can do everything like brahma was born from uh, his uh, navel without the help of lakshmi who was just sitting by the side but still he did not take help of lakshmi to produce uh, brahma पितामस जगत माता धाता पिताम वेद्यम पवित्रम ओंकार ऋक्साम यजुरे च आय एम द फादर ऑफ दिस यूनिवर्स द मदर द सपोर्ट एंड द ग्रैंड सायर आय एम द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ नॉलेज द प्यूरीफायर एंड द सिलेबल ओम आय एम ऑल्सो द ऋग्स द साम एंड द यजुर्वेदस सो यू सी ही इज द फादर एंड मदर एंड एवरीथिंग यू कैन डू बाई एम सेल्फ अंगानी सकलेन्द्रिय वृत्तिमंती Um, but especially we're talking about now woman she cannot individually produce she can produce the body but even that body she can only produce when there is the soul present inside which has to be injected by the man <coughs> the woman as the material cause supplies the body of the soul you see and as the efficient cause she gives birth to the child but although the woman appears to be the material and efficient cause of the birth of a child originally the purusha the male is the cause of the child you see similarly this material world gives rise to varieties of manifestations due to the entrance of garbhodakshaya vishnu within the universe now before we go further in india sometimes the woman is punished you know for uh, not being able to produce a child and the in-laws also get on her case but it is actually you see here originally the male is the cause of the child so if the child is not coming the male again is the cause but they put the blame on the female and they abuse her of course sometimes the female can have you know certain um, conditions in her body but usually it is like that it is the male for some reason cannot produce uh, like you know chitraketu for example he had millions of wives millions and not a single child that means you mean say all the millions of women uh, were uh, what infer uh, what infertile or something 
no it is definitely him right uh, so he did not have the this thing so anyway this has to be understood so therefore before blaming somebody uh, you know simply blaming does not do anything it's foolish to do that unnecessarily causing you know distress to a person when it is not even their fault this is stupidity without understanding any science this is totally unscientific from here we can understand that the male is the cause of the child hmm. or the lack of it so <clears throat> similarly this material world gives rise to varieties of manifestations due to the entrance of garbhodakshaya vishnu within the universe you see again this m- whole material world is moving because of garbhodakshaya vishnu having entered into the material world and even he said uh, where is that i think 1512 no not this 1513 i think yeah 1513 of bhagavad gita gamavishya ch bhutani dharayam yaham ojasa i enter into each planet and by my energy they stay in orbit you see otherwise they will fall to the bottom of the universe actually but they are staying because of his energy hmm. so again it points to the purusha the person who is actually moving the material manifestation similarly this material world gives rise to varieties of manifestations due to the entrance of garbhodakshaya vishnu within the universe he is present not only within the universe but within the bodies of all living creatures as well as within the atom in fact krishna says aham vaishvanaro bhutva he says i am the fire of digestion in everyone's body he has entered our body and because of that the body works medical science says that you know the heart is an involuntary muscle involuntary muscle means it beats without even you wanting to beat it like if you flex some muscle it is within your control like you voluntarily want to do it voluntarily want to flex that muscle or something like that that is what exercises now heart they say even though we don't want to you know pump it will pump involuntarily so they call it involuntary muscles is that not foolish if i am not voluntarily moving it how is it moving now for example when i uh, i'm driving a car now let's come back to the point of the car now i'm driving the car i am voluntarily turning the key but i'm not voluntarily turning on the pistons movement and in the engine the spark plug and everything but effectively i'm doing that by this key but wha- on whose uh, direction is those are those pistons moving or the the whole you know exhaust system the whole thing the whole engine how is it moving the manufacturer the manufacturer's guidance his direction what he has system he has put in according to that it is moving so how can we deny a manufacturer of this body uh, and and we think that we are the owner and we are the controller of this body we are not we are a driver only he is the manufacturer and it has an expiry date also and after that we cannot use this body hmm it's become unusable even if you want to use it you know 
So he is present not only within the universe but within the bodies of all living creatures as well as within the atom. We understand from the Brahma Samhita that the super soul is present within the universe, within the atom and within the heart of every living creature. Therefore, the theory that matter is the cause of the entire cosmic manifestation cannot be accepted by any man with sufficient knowledge of matter and spirit. This is a man with, this is a person with sufficient knowledge. Not a person who just comes up with wild nonsense theories stating that everything just came up with some chunk and some big bang or some life came up from chemicals. It is a foolish, foolish nonsense philosophy that you know rice uh, have produced scorpions. Scorpions came out of rice. That kind of philosophy this is. It's childish in fact. Hmm. And they pass off as scientists. Where is the science here? A child is considered a scientist? Huh? He is talking nonsense and he is considered a scientist. Huh? Every, ch- every child talks nonsense. They don't make any sense. But the, do, will, they, will we consider them as scientists because of that? Of course not. He is talking rubbish. He, hey, what are you talking? Go to school. Learn some ABC. <laughs> That's why we send them to school. You learn some sense. Oh, you learn some language and uh, how to talk properly, how, what is the words and how to write and everything. Huh? Because he's a fool. Every child is a fool. Janmana Jayati Shudra. Everybody is born uh, illiterate. That's why we send them to school. We, go, we don't call him a scientist and give him Nobel Prize. We send him to kindergarten. You learn first. Alphabets. So similarly, these scientists, they are not scientists. They are kids. You ask them to go and learn. We have to ask them to go and learn from some, some science from the Bhagavad Gita. Huh? Instead of uh, talking nonsense. Materialists sometimes give the argument that as straw eaten by a cow produces milk automatically, so material nature under different circumstances produces varieties of manifestations. Thus, originally matter is the cause. So, he is giving different arguments that the materialists will give, the Sankhya philosophers or even modern scientists are very very akin to Sankhya philosophers. Rajeshwari Mahaji is saying, not only that, even she is not a cause for male and female baby, yet she is targeted. Yeah, that is another point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she is not a cause for male and female baby, but if a female baby is born, then she is, she is uh, especially in India, this is the case. Oh, they are censured. Oh, what is this? You know, you produce a female child. And then they beat, the husband will beat the wife or the in-laws will make problem for the, for the uh, daughter-in-law. According to Ayurveda, Hmm? the signs of life so the body that the the gender of the person baby is determined by the amount of secretion by the male and female if the male produces more secretion during intercourse then it will be a male child if the female if the mother produces more secretion it will be a female child so in this way uh, the attraction for the other that causes the the amount of the secretion. So, in this way, that's why it is said um, in the Vedas, uh, should marry a beautiful woman, you know, like that. Of course, beauty is in the eye of, eye of the beholder. Every man will find his woman beautiful. So, if he is attracted, then, you know, it will produce a male child. Of course, to rule and, you know, to do certain things, man, woman, they have different, um, you know, roles in society. And especially Kshatriya, there has to be male. 
so it was very important for kings to have male child because of that role uh, although they did not they were rajarshis if they did, if they did get a female child they did not uh, you know abuse the queen but they always wanted a male child even if they have a female child they want a male child because they want that kingdom to run and it's not just by birth that he becomes a kshatriya he will be trained as a kshatriya also the son like arjuna his son abhimanyu was very very qualified kshatriya he could single handedly battle all the seven great generals although he succumbed because of their cheating if they played fairly he would have won that battle so that kind of courage that virya uh, so for battle women are not they are not allowed to go to battle although <laughs> satyabhama once went with krishna um, but usually they don't go for battle and they uh, stay in the home and men go for fight if they ha- if there is a need for a fight so there is necessary sometimes you know this and that and therefore and also for any leading roles in society men were the leaders uh, if woman becomes a leader it will become topsy-turvy um <clears throat> because leaders women I mean, now this modern in modern context oh people cannot accept this but in vedic culture you will never see a queen of the kingdom without a king never because she is not meant for that hmm. her roles in society are different always now when pandu died you know it's not that queen kunti will uh, sit on the throne no that's why they had to wait although dhritarashtra was actually not qualified to become a king because he was blind and therefore although he was elder to pandu pandu was given the charge so his sons will have the first right to the kingdom but then because pandu died early and dhritarashtra took over as a, you know de facto king so he wanted to use that opportunity to get his sons into the uh, succession but if women could have become ruler then pandu's wife could have become the queen kunti but she did not it was not even acceptable and she also knows that a woman should not lead hmm. of course it's not that if man leads everything will be perfect if he is a devotee yes if he is a rascal then everything will go to dust so first of all man and then he was to be leader he was to be devotee so all these things are uh code of conduct for society so there are different roles for so for leading the society in the right path men lead the way and women they are protected and they have important roles as well as as we have fully uh, gone through in the vedic motherhood uh, tatvadarshan episode they have important role in maintaining the family and raising up the children who are the future citizens of the world right so there is uh, sufficient role for everybody and they have to play their roles if they try to compete then that's that's that when that's when the problem starts and that's exactly what's happening today they want competition you now everybody equal everybody equal equal in what sense huh so this is not this is not correct yeah? you know it's not that all fingers are equal if all fingers were thumbs your hand would look horrible and it would not make much sense you know you can't do much work with that hand everything is a thumb and then all short short fingers and then every <laughs> type of finger as with if all your head i mean all your body was full of heads only everybody want to be head huh then your whole body heads only how you going to move 
it requires legs how are you going to work it requires hands so everybody is important but there is a head which is most important which governs everything else and everybody if they follow the direction then yes so the head should be the brahmins the sanyasis who are usually men and the women follow in the footsteps so this is perfect uh, structure of society <clears throat> but today they don't follow this that's the problem so again coming back to the point here does originally matter is the cause and they say like that materialists sometimes give the argument that as straw eaten by a cow produces milk automatically so material nature under different circumstances produces varieties of manifestations see straw went in and milk came out you see so matter is the cause so matter only transformed and produce something else thus originally matter is the cause in refuting this argument we may say that an animal of the same species of the, as the cow namely the bull also eats straw like the cow but does not produce milk under the circumstances it cannot be said that straw in connection with a particular species produces milk the conclusion should be that there is superior management as confirmed in the bhagavad gita 9.10 where the lord says maya dhakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam this material nature is working under my direction o son of kunti and it is producing all moving and unmoving beings the supreme lord says maya dhakshena under my superintendence when he desires that the cow produce milk by eating straw there is milk and how does he desire that he desires by deciding her the gender of that person that that soul in that body and that happens at the time of conception and who produces more secretion and all that it all again depends on the lord do the man and woman they 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 uh, have measurement okay i produce this much you produce that much <laughs> eh? is by the will of the lord things that you know seem on the spur of the moment or on the you know, instantaneously something happen accidentally happen we don't know but the lord's desire acts through that in a millisecond his desire is executed the entire fate of that soul for the next 80 years is is decided at the time of conception everything is decided in a single flash of moment it just happens for a few seconds the sexual intercourse but in that the lord has already decided and this is going to be the future of this person hmm. so you see when he desires that the cow produce milk by eating straw there is milk and when he does not so desire the mixture of such straw cannot produce milk even for the cow she will not produce milk if she has no child offspring right uh, even like uh, if it is if it has been a long time after you know uh, giving birth even if the cow eats grass she will not produce milk the same cow so when the cow produces milk when the offspring is born even not only cow even woman is like that her breasts will be filled with milk when the, immediately when the child is born until then there is no milk in the breasts but when the child becomes when the child takes birth comes out immediately the breasts are full of milk ready for the child the the woman did not know how how it happened no way they say oh hormonal changes this and who is changing hormones eh the doctors are changing or the woman is changing under whose control it is changing so it is the lord's will it is the lord's will so by the lord's arrangement milk is immediately there for the child similarly the cow also how it is producing milk it is by the arrangement of the lord that okay his law just like the manufacturer of a car has a law he produces accelerator it will move and how it will move 
first of all the pistons will move faster and then there's more rotations more rpm rotations per minute and in this way the wheel will move faster so the whole mechanics of arrangement now you may say oh it is moving faster because it is because the pistons moving faster yeah but who who has arranged this system that the, if you press something in your near your foot some pistons on the at the back or somewhere you know in the front they are moving faster how, how and why they are connected even 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 if they move faster how are the wheels connected to that so so many parts are moving just by you pressing the accelerator and those things are not independently acting and oh it is like uh, you know uh, some you know it is a you know nature has produced this car and then by nature's arrangement everything is some some hormonal changes do we say like that we immediately say wow this this mercedes benz car is very good you know very fast it is moving or it is very quiet this and that this german company is very good we say like that immediately we give, give we give credit to the manufacturer but here the scientists are their foolish rascals who don't give any kind of credit to the manufacturer of the vehicle and in fact they praise themselves or they blame others like they praise themselves you know oh we have come up with this theory of you know evolution and this and that nobel prize nobel prize is given and on the other hand there is there is uh, blaming like you know in indian context i have said the family oh when there is a female child or the male child or when there is no child then you know the woman is targeted for that so again there is a blaming also unscientific this praising is also unscientific who has to be praised krishna that is scientific everything else is unscientific a nonsense belief systems they say oh we are following some belief no we are following science they are following their stupid nonsense beliefs the so called scientists and yeah? when he desires that the cow produce milk by eating straw there is milk and when he does not so desire it the mixture of such straw cannot produce milk if the way of material nature had been that straw produced milk a stack of straw could also produce milk without any cow <laughs> why it has to go to the process and you know from the mouth of the cow and then come out from the udder of the cow as milk what is going on between that if straw is the cause for milk then straw you can put some stack there and produce milk collect milk put a tap put a bunch of straw and put one tap and then collect milk from there why it is not producing huh? nowadays they are doing this vegans they are putting you know rice and then producing milk from there straw produce milk so this straw of rice you know whatever is rice from that i will produce milk this is their foolishness but that can never be equal to the milk coming from the cow huh? anything we go against nature it is going to be nonsense only some stupidity will be exposed there you know <clears throat> but that is not possible a stack of straw cannot produce milk right and the same straw given to a human female also cannot produce milk <laughs> oh prabhupada is getting to you know this is like super sarcasm wait a second oh this is actually <laughs> the commentary of baladev vidyabhushan see the same straw given to a human female also cannot produce milk first of all the human female cannot even eat it that is the meaning of the bhagavad gita statement that only under superior orders does anything take place now scientists explain oh the plants are receiving the sunlight and there is photosynthesis we are we learn in science how the plants produce food or oh, there is photosynthesis who gave the mechanism for photosynthesis harvesting sunlight and making it into nutrients 
who 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 put that machinery in order now the same sunlight if there is no leaf there is no photosynthesis and if the lord wanted that because they say oh, the green in the leaves there are you know photosynthesis and there there's photosynthesis happen even if the if the lord wants if it's a blue leaf also it will work but the lord wanted that it may be green leaves let it be green that's why it is green if the lord wants it blue it will be blue he can do that but his will is that it is green and we say it is a law but that is just the desire of the lord who made the law he made the law but he is not under the law uh-huh. matter itself that is the meaning of the bhagavad gita statement that only under superior orders does not take uh, sorry does anything take place matter itself has no power to produce independently the conclusion therefore is that matter which has no self knowledge cannot be the cause of the material creation the ultimate creator is the supreme personality of godhead there is no knowledge there has to be gyana balak and gyana bala and kriya so when there is no gyana how can there be endeavor how can there be you know capacity capacity is invested by a person now the car is made of many many parts and if you break down those parts they are just metal or plastic or combination of both or whatever it is now or rubber or something individually neither the metal nor the plastic nor the rubber have any uh, power of uh, moving but when they are put together in a system and when a superior intelligence when a person or a group of persons together invest some power into that combination of matter by a procedure mechanical process or yogic process or mystic process whatever it is when the power is invested in that then yes it has the power and still it has to be activated by a person again so in the matter of creation and in the matter of usage of it there has to be personal touch hmm. without that nothing can work independently <coughs> if matter were accepted as the original cause of creation all the authorized scriptures in the world would be useless for in every scripture especially the vedic scriptures like the manusmriti the supreme personality of godhead is said to be the ultimate creator and actually this is how the modern society thinks the modern scientific society they think that all the scriptures are useless actually useless if at all, if anything they produce some fights and wars in the name of religion hmm but they are actually not at all productive for not at all uh, progressive not productive completely <clears throat> causes of problems and therefore they try to remove this whole thing this the so called concept of god now if they directly say that we don't accept religion it's going to be very tough some countries have done that but many countries they don't directly do that but they indirectly do that why while they allow religious movements or religious things to take place but they don't provide any incentives for religious people like there is no education of proper religious study and there is no um special facilities for religions hmm in fact they have lesser facilities than non religious things 
you you follow you believe in your thing and we will not and and then you, know, you do whatever you want so why do whatever we want in the in the name of i mean in, in the field of religion but then in the material field no no you should follow these rules these are the constitutional rules you have to follow the rules of the state but in the in the name in the in the context of religion uh, you do whatever you want but you know just don't cross the boundaries and you know cause harm to others but inside you do whatever you want we we, we don't care you can do anything so what is this and there is no checking there is no uh, checks and balances at all and only when things go totally out of control then they start to address things and they see it as a problem first of all there was no systematic training there was no proper you know, this thing so f- that's why our vedic culture is very very advanced because the ruler of the state was trained he is a rajarshi he is trained in religious principles himself and he takes guidance from the brahmanas and then he they lay out a po- total plan for material and spiritual protection of the citizens Hmm. Manusmriti the manusmriti is considered the highest vedic direction to humanity manu is the giver of law to mankind and in the manusmriti it is clearly stated that before the creation the entire universal space was darkness without information and without variety and was in a state of complete suspension like a dream here we have information much more scientific than the big bang so before creation the entire space was darkness hmm? without information without variety and was in a state of complete suspension like a dream everything was darkness the supreme personality of god had then entered the universal space and although he is invisible he created the visible cosmic manifestation in the material world the supreme personality of godhead is not manifested by his personal presence but the presence of the cosmic manifestation in different varieties is the proof that everything has been created under his direction now i may not see the ceo of mercedes benz but by the presence of mercedes benz everywhere in the world car by the presence of the car i know that there is a person who's governing this entire mercedes benz i when i see an iphone i don't see uh, the tim cook who is the ceo of apple but by the presence of iphone i know that there is a uh, manager at that company head of the company so although i may not see the person by the product or by the energy of that person i can see the presence of that person i will never conclude that an iphone was an accidental uh production of a some blast something exploded and iphone came out and that's how millions of iphones came out out of explosions or sometimes underwater or something you know random no it never happened there is a set process and everything follows that and that set process is set by of course a group of engineers or whatever and all of them are directed by that one manager so he is the head under whose direction everything is working so like that krishna is called jagannath and under him all the demigods are working and everything is produced he doesn't need those demigods whereas here the apple chief he needs all those team but krishna he doesn't need but they want to serve okay okay you you come and do this you do that although i can do everything but you know you okay you want to do something you do that see 
in the material world, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is not manifested by His personal presence, but the presence of the cosmic manifestation in different varieties is the proof that everything has been created under His direction. He, created, he entered the universe with all creative potencies and thus He removed the darkness of the unlimited space. The form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is described to be transcendental, very subtle, eternal, all-pervading, inconceivable and therefore non-manifested to this material senses of a conditioned living creature. Now, I want to say something about this. Recently, I am uh, part of a Discord server. Discord, for those of you who don't know, Discord is another, in a very, very simplistic terms, it is like a WhatsApp but much more feature-rich, uh, you know, something like a social media, but kind of group, you know, like it's a Discord. Discord is like WhatsApp or Telegram or something like that, but more features are there. So, and just like we say WhatsApp group, they say Discord server. Okay? So, in one of the Discord servers that I'm in, I don't usually participate there. I just want to learn how Discord works and then uh, maybe start something for ISKM or something like that. Um, but actually one devotee he started that server that server means group okay let's take it like that so it's like a group so he started it and he just invited me and okay i went into it i participated a little bit here and there somebody had questions i just answered a little bit but then i didn't participate much i don't have time <laughs> honestly so anyway there i saw a conversation where somebody was asking and somebody was answering but the answer was not exactly correct but i had no time to actually correct that I was actually busy in my own service here. So, he was saying that, you see, the soul, the size of the soul is very small. It's one ten thousandth part of the tip of the hair, the tip. Now, that is very, very small. And we cannot see the soul. But actually, um, microscopes, they say they can see until, you know, very, very small. And one ten ten thousandth the tip of the hair, I calculate it comes to some kind of microns or something, few microns. But that kind of thing can be seen under powerful microscopes. Why then the soul is not be not able to be seen? Actually, somebody else answered it correctly in that Discord server. Um, so it is if with with microscopes it can be seen that kind of size. But still, they say oh it's not visible. Why? because it is not material even if it was as big like this we still can't see the soul because it's it's different nature like the mind for example we know the mind the mind is more powerful than the body in fact there's a mind over matter right and with the power of the mind they can transcend uh, the so-called uh, pain of the body some some people don't know do magnificent things with their mental control right so mind is so powerful but yet although it is it, if it's channeled right, it can be more powerful than the body itself. Yet, we see only the body and not the mind. The body is working under the direction of the mind. And yet, we don't see it. But we all accept it is there. If something that powerful, which is more powerful than the body, is not, is not visible, and mind is, because it's a sukshma sharir, it's a subtle, and soul is even subtler than the mind and intelligence. And that is the reason why it cannot be seen. Now, if you go to here, um, okay, let's go to the size of the soul first. Okay. 
let's just put that on record now here in the 2.17 purport of bhagavad gita shvetashvatara upanishad 5.9 confirms bala grashata bhagasya shatadhakalpitasya cha bhago jiva vigneya sachanantyaya kalpate when the upper portion of a hair is divided into 100 parts and again each of those such parts is further divided into 100 parts each such part is a measurement of the dimension of the spirit soul so here's the dimension of the spirit soul now okay you know this is um, maybe i don't understand how small we can see by the microscope okay this debatable right it's so small yeah we cannot see now let us see something more super soul what is his size he is sitting as the lord is also sitting as paramatma right now what is his size केचित् स्वदेहांतर्हृदयावकाशे प्रादेशमात्रं पुरुषं वसन्तं चतुर्भुजं कञ्जरथांगशंख गदाधरं धारणयास्मरन्ति यू सी दिस प्रादेशमात्रं मेजरिंग ओनली 8 इंचेस एक्चुअली प्रादेश मींस फ्रॉम हियर टू हियर फ्रॉम थंब टू द द रिंग फिंगर दिस दिस थिंग इज कॉल्ड प्रादेशमात्रं pradesh so you see that is about 8 inches around uh, roughly so you see others conceive of the personality of godhead residing within the body in the region of the heart hridaya hridaya avakashe in the region of the heart you see others conceive of the personality of godhead residing within the heart or in sorry within the body in the region of the heart and measuring only 8 inches with four hands carrying a lotus a wheel uh and a ch- uh, wheel of a chariot a conchal and a club respectively now this is huge <laughs> this is like 8 inches like massive like that he's sitting yet the heart surgeon when he opens open heart surgery there is no signs of the super soul or the soul he does not see it and therefore they say oh, there is no no such thing is all nonsense because it's a different nature hmm different that is why we cannot see they are not just not just because it is because of the size no size is one thing but even if it is big like virat roopa you know the universal form the entire universe is actually his form the virat roopa still we cannot see see the lord is there but if the rascal doesn't want to believe even if the, the entire grand arrangement of the cosmic manifestation he will not believe and the lord will not come in front of such a person also Hmm. So the form of the supreme personality of God is described to be transcendental, very subtle, yeah, subtler than the subtle body, subtler than the, you know, the mind, intelligence, and ego. Hmm. Eternal, all-pervading, inconceivable, and therefore non-manifested to the material senses of a conditioned living creature. He desired to expand himself into many living entities, and with such a desire, he first created a vast expanse of water within the universal space. and then impregnated that water with living entities by that process of impregnation a massive body appeared blazing like a thousand suns wow a massive body appeared blazing like a thousand suns and in that and in that body was the first creative principle brahma you see brahma is not simply like some dull fellow you know who don't know anything you know like a stupid fool no i mean he was foolish because see fool means a person who has no knowledge 
in the beginning brahma did not have any knowledge so he was everybody is born foolish janmana jayate shudram so although he was born like that but he is not like, like us he is extremely intelligent so that's why when the lord said tapa he understood immediately what tapa means and how to do it and everything just two words two letters ta and pa that's it in sanskrit alphabet there are, there are, there are just actually two alphabets only ta pa that's it and he understood what exactly it meant and he did it for 100 years and then he saw the lord also who gave him the intelligence to understand what that if a child is born and you say tapa he will start to cry or something <laughs> and we have to do the tapa, tapasya <laughs> we have to tolerate the child that is our tapasya so <laughs> but here uh, brahma did the tapasya hmm. usually when child is born the parents do the tapasya the child goes you know he undergoes whatever pain or whatever but he does not explain and the parents have to figure out deduce or what is going on with the child why is he crying what is going on parents have to do the no sleep they have to give up on sleep they have to sometimes cannot eat all these things are there <laughs> but here the lord said tapa and brahma understood just born just newly born and he understood so you see by that process of impregnation see he first created a vast expanse of water within the universal space you see this is story of creation forget that nonsense big bang this is the story of creation and then impregnated the water with living entities now this is interesting that even in the water there are living entities and actually it is said that the timingala stays in that water of the half that water of the universe so that means you see there is uh, living creatures even there hmm Um, by that process of impregnation a massive body appeared blazing like a thousand suns brahma was so bright and in that body was the first creative principle brahma the great parashar rishi has confirmed this in the vishnu puran wow that's interesting vishnu puran has this information so he says that the cosmic manifestation visible to us is produced from lord vishnu and sustained under his protection he is the principal maintainer and destroyer of the universal form The cosmic manifestation is one of the diverse energies of the supreme personality of Godhead as a spider secretes saliva and weaves a web by its own movements but at the end winds up the web within his body so lord vishnu produces this cosmic manifestation from his transcendental body and at the end winds it up within himself All the great sages of the Vedic understanding have accepted that the supreme personality of Godhead is the original creator which before we go further I think there is a verse that says that spider web Please tell me philosophically all about them you play like a spider that covers itself by its own energy and you deter- and your determination is infallible you see the now the spider man is going on cartoon there is rubbish this is real <laughs> this is real not spider man spider god you know so god is you know krishna is actually like a spider he is making up an entire thing you see like even more verses are there 4643 what is this ha this is actually exactly this is the verse that is prabhupada is mentioning tvameva bhagavan etach chiva shaktyo swarupayo विश्व सृजसी पास 
All the great sages of the Vedic understanding have accepted that the supreme personality of Godhead is the original creator. It is sometimes claimed that the impersonal speculations of great philosophers are meant for the advancement of knowledge without religious ritualistic principles. Because Karmakanda is they do ritualistic principles, uh, religious rituals, but the jnanis they rise above the rituals and it is said that it is claimed that impersonal speculations of great philosophers are meant for the advancement of knowledge without religious ritualistic principles but the religious ritualistic principles are actually meant for the advancement of spiritual knowledge you see by performance of religious rituals one ultimately reaches the supreme goal of knowledge by understanding that vasudev the supreme personality of godhead is the cause of everything it is clearly stated in the bhagavad gita that even those who are advocates of knowledge alone without any religious ritualistic processes advance in knowledge after many many lifetimes of speculation and thus come to the conclusion that the vasudev is the supreme cause of everything that be as a result of this achievement of the goal of life such an advanced learned scholar or philosopher surrenders unto the supreme personality of godhead religious ritualistic performances are actually meant to cleanse the contaminated mind in the material world and a special feature of this age of kali is that one can easily execute the process of cleansing the mind of contamination by chanting the holy names of god hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so that is the ritualistic process that we follow there has to be a ritualistic process hmm. because not just knowledge there has to be a ritualistic process to purify our existence uh, and to act on that knowledge that strength we will get by chanting the hare krishna mahamantra 
वेदिक इंजंक्शन स्टेट्स सर्वे सर्वे वेदा यत् पदम आमनंती कठोपनिषद 1.2.15 ऑल वेदिक नॉलेज इज सर्चिंग आफ्टर द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सिमिलरली अनदर वेदिक इंजंक्शन स्टेट्स नारायण परावेदा वेदास आर मेंट फॉर अंडरस्टैंडिंग नारायण द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड सिमिलरली द भगवद गीता आल्सो कंफर्म्स वेदैश्च सर्वे रहमेव वेद्यः 15.15 बाय ऑल द वेदास कृष्ण इज टू बी नोन नाउ यू सी व्हाट द वेदास आई मीन भगवद गीता इज सेइंग इट इज सपोर्टेड बाय दिस वेदिक श्रुति कठोपनिषद एंड द अदर वेदिक इंजंक्शन द सोर्स इज नॉट मेंशन हियर नारायण पराह वेदाः सर्वे वेदा यत् पदमामनंती these statements are there therefore the main purpose of understanding the vedas performing vedic sacrifices and speculating on the vedanta sutra is to understand krishna accepting the impersonalist view of voidness or the non existence of the supreme personality of godhead negates all study of the vedas see vedas are meant to understand krishna but if the so called studies of vedas are meant to Uh, take away the form of krishna from the whole picture then they are completely working against the entire purpose of the vedas themselves vedas are meant to get us to krishna but if the vedas are studied to go away from krishna to not believe in him to not accept him then the entire purpose is lost shramaye vah kevalam sthula tushav ghatena it's like beating a empty husk with no grain coming out no no use in fact and and uh, what is that useless labor stated in 10.14.4 and 11.11.18 sorry 19 i think shrimad bhagavatam 10.14.4 shreya sritim bhakti mudasyate vibho klishanti ye kevala bodha labdhaye tesham sauklesala eva shishyate ट्रबलेशन There's another verse. Eleven, eleven, eighteen uh, or nineteen. Yeah, eighteen. Shabda Brahmani Nishnato Nanishnayat Pareyadi Shramastasya Shramaphalo Hi Adhenum Hi Iva Rakshataha. If through meticulous study one becomes expert in reading Vedic literature but makes no endeavor to fix one's mind on the supreme personality of Godhead, then one's endeavor is endeavor is certainly like that of a man who works very hard to take care of a cow that gives no milk. In other words the fruit of one's laborious study of vedic vedic knowledge will simply be the labor itself there will be no other tangible result I think next verse also You see similarly one who studies vedic knowledge devoid of my glories is also most miserable वाचम वेदिक नॉलेज अंग उद्धव सी 
गाम दुग्धदोहासती भार्यां देहम पराधीनमसत्जा चित्तमतीर्थीकृतमंगवाचम हीना मैया रक्षति दुख दुखी माई डर उद्धव दैट मैन इज सर्टली मोस्ट मिजरेबल हू टेक्स केयर ऑफ अ काउ दट गिव्स नो मिल्क एन अनचेस्ट वाइफ अ बॉडी टोटली डिपेंडेंट ऑन अदर्स यूजलेस चिल्ड्रेन और वेल्थ नॉट यूटिलाइज फॉर द राइट पर्पज सिमिलरली वन हू स्टडीज वेदिक नॉलेज डिवाइड ऑफ माई ग्लोरी इज ऑल्सो मोस्ट मिजरेबल एंड ऑफकोर्स देर इज दिस अदरवर्स वन डॉट फाइव डॉट ट्वेल्व नैष्कर्म्यमच्युत भावर्जित न शोभते ज्ञानमलम निरंजनम कुत पुनः शश्वद्रमीश्वरे न चापित कर्म यदप्यकारणम नॉलेज ऑफ सेल्फ रिलाइजेशन इवन दो फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल मेटीरियल एफिनिटी डज नॉट लुक गुड डज नॉट लुक वेल इफ डिवॉइड ऑफ अ कॉन्सेप्शन ऑफ द इनफैलेबल गॉड वॉट देन इज द यूज ऑफ फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज विच आर नैचुरली पेनफुल फ्रॉम द वेरी बिगनिंग एंड ट्रांसियंट बाई नेचर if they are not utilized for the devotional service of the lord so without the lord being in the center even great knowledge of self realization does not look well so nothing will be of value if it is without krishna consciousness so hmm, vedas are meant to understand krishna not go away from him therefore the main purpose of understanding the vedas performing magic sacrifices is to understand krishna accepting the impersonalist view of voidness or the non existence of the supreme personality of godhead negates all study of the vedas impersonal speculation aims at disproving the conclusion of the vedas you see speculation should be done in support of the vedic instructions hmm. like there are many many um, instructions in the vedas so we have to contemplate on them tachrinvan Supatan vicharana. That vicharana must be done according to the instructions given, not viruddha. Rupanuga siddhanta, Rupanuga siddhanta. What is that? Rupanuga viruddha. Rupanuga viruddha pa siddhanta dhanta harine. Shilo bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur's mantra, pranati mantra. It is said Rupanuga viruddha, apasiddhanta dhanta harine. सो ही भक्तिदान सरस्वती ठाकुर ही स्मैशेस ही डिस्ट्रॉयज एनी फिलॉसफी दैट इज अपसिद्धांत दैट इज यू नो अगेंस्ट द एक्चुअल फिलोसॉफिकल कंक्लूशंस ऑफ द वेदर्स एंड व्हिच इज अगेंस्ट द प्रिंसिपल ऑफ रूप गोस्वामी वॉट एवर रूप गोस्वामी हैज गिवन अ सिद्धांत डिवोशनल यू नो the six goswamis have left us with so much philosophy and nana shastra vicharana ek nipuna sad dharma samsthapakav they have studied all the vedic literature and condensed and distilled everything and gave for us the ultimate conclusions of all vedic literatures so whatever rupa goswami rupa goswami means rupanuga means rupa is goswami is the leader of all the six goswamis of course sanatan goswami was his elder brother but you know rupa and it's rupanuga means all six goswamis are involved so whatever the six goswamis have given us are the essence the cream of all vedic knowledge and how to practice devotional service so anybody who speaks or presents any philosophy that contradicts that dhantaharine he destroys that philosophy so um we should be like that we should attack any philosophy that is against rupa goswami Hmm. All kind of cheating is going on in the name of philosophy and religion nowadays. That all has to be 
brought to light and exposed and the real truth must be presented uncompromisingly so impersonal speculation aims at disproving the conclusion of the vedas this is very offensive therefore any impersonal speculative presentation should be understood to be against the Ved- principles of the vedas or standard scriptures so impersonal impersonality is totally against the vedas so anybody who says anything in support of this is rascal rascal immediately even if he quotes bhagavad gita bhagavatam vedanta sutra whatever he is a rascal number 1 that's it no compromise since the speculation of the impersonalists does not follow the principles of the vedas huh their conclusion must be considered to be against the vedic principles that's why they are nastic anything not supported by vedic principles must be considered imaginary and lacking in standard proof therefore no impersonalist explanation of any vedic literature can be accepted how thoroughly he is smashing in this govinda bhashya this uh, baladev vidyabhushan now still continuing you see what is the time already 9:45 i don't know how much till there Okay, last paragraph, but a long one. Okay, we'll try to do this and finish it here. If one tries to nullify the conclusions of the Vedas by accepting an unauthorized scripture or so-called scripture, it will be very hard for him to come to the right conclusion about the absolute truth. Nowadays, there is all kinds of nonsense being written. Somebody, uh, especially many Hindus, read this Sai Satcharita, some some Sai Baba book, you know, some lives. Where is it coming from? Who has written? Huh? Vedic scripture, Veda Vyasa has written. No, it should be rejected completely. Huh? Whereas if you see Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is completely in pursuance with, with the Vedic evidence. There is absolutely zero Vedic evidence in the Sai Satcharita, and people read, oh, this is, uh, what is this Sai Baba, Sai Baba, and then follow. If one tried, if one tries to nullify the conclusions of the Vedas by accepting an unauthorized scripture or so-called scripture. it will be very hard for him to come to the right conclusion about the absolute truth not only that even this ramcharit manas for example although he is writing about ram and all that is ramcharit manas his mental mana manas from his manasa from his mind he has concocted so that's why there are certain stories are not in accordance with valmiki ramayana we have to follow valmiki ramayana that is ramayana ramcharit manas is not to be taken as authoritative scripture so this is these kind of scriptures will cause confusion among public because they present a story and then will be widely popularized and then people say hey, ramcharit manas says this you know so they quote it as if it's but then it has inherent flaws when it is manasa when it is man, product of mental concoction it will have inherent flaws because it's a production of imperfect mind therefore it is bound to be imperfect and it will, it will disturb shruti smriti puranaadi pancharatra vidham vina ऐकांतिक हरेर्भक्तिर उत्पाताय कल्पते इट क्रिएट्स डिस्टर्बेंस इन सोसाइटी सो अबाउट कृष्णा और एनीथिंग वी हैव टू लर्न फ्रॉम कृष्णा फ्रॉम द वेदर्स फ्रॉम द शास्त्रस दैट्स वाई वी हैव टू फॉलो द संप्रदाय सिस्टम अदरवाइज फूल नाउट इज इवन वर्स पीपल लर्न अबाउट रामायण महाभारत फ्रॉम द सीरियल्स नॉट इवन फ्रॉम एनी बुक वॉट एवर द डायरेक्टर शोज द पीपल आर एट द मर्सी ऑफ द डायरेक्टर वॉट एवर ही शोज इज द स्टोरी they can twist and turn the story anyway and then nobody will complain everybody will watch it this is the foolishness of the so called hindus hmm. the system for adjusting so you see if one tries to nullify the conclusions of the vedas by accepting an unauthorized scripture or so called scripture 
it will be very hard for him to come to the right conclusion about the absolute truth. The system for adjusting two contradictory scriptures is to refer to the Vedas. For references from the Vedas are accepted as final judgments. When we refer to a particular scripture, it must be authorized. And for this authority, it must strictly follow the Vedic injunctions. If someone presents an alternative doctrine he himself has manufactured, that doctrine will prove itself useless for any doctrine that tries to prove that Vedic evidence is meaningless immediately proves itself meaningless. The followers of the Vedas unanimously accept the authority of Manu and Parashar in the disciplic succession. Their statements, however, do not support the atheistic Kapila uh, because the Kapila mentioned in the Vedas is a different Kapila, the son of Kardama and Devahuti. The atheist Kapila is a descendant of the dynasty of Agni and is one of the conditioned souls. Hmm. But the Kapila who is the son of Kardama Muni is accepted as an incarnation of Vasudeva. The Padma Puran gives evidence that the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vasudeva takes birth in the incarnation of Kapila and by his expansion of theistic Sankhya philosophy teaches all the demigods and a Brahmana of the name Asuri. In the doctrine of the atheist Kapila, there are many statements directed against the Vedic principles. The atheist Kapila does not accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He says that the living entity is himself the Supreme Lord and that no one is greater than him. His conceptions of so-called conditioned and liberated life are materialistic. His so-called understanding of liberated life is also materialistic. And he refuses to accept the importance of immortal time, as such statements are against the principles, sorry, all such statements are against the principles of the Vedanta Sutra. That was very, very philosophical. But this is necessary to understand it very, very deeply and see how thoroughly Baladevidya Bhushan has presented. And unless one is blessed by Govinda, he cannot speak like this. It's a Govinda Bhashyam. Krishna has personally dictated this whole explanation. So we are reading directly Krishna's words. Prabhupada's words are also to be taken exactly in this way. Whatever Prabhupada is writing is Krishna's words. Hmm. So that makes it very, very clear. And if you have any questions, we'll take the questions right now. I think there are a few questions. We'll start from the top. Virendra Ekbhote is asking, Is Achinta Bheda Bheda Tattva is a commentary on the Vedanta Sutra by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? No. It is a philosophy. It is not a commentary. It is a philosophy. Tattva. It is a philosophy. Hmm. It is the presentation of the philosophy of Vaishnavism. Inconceivable oneness and difference. Virendra Ekbhote is saying, Achinta Bheda Bhed Tattva is one type of Vedanta, just like other Vedanta commentaries of Dvaita, Advaita and Vishishta Advaita. Wrong. Not one, what is one type of Vedanta? Vedanta is only of one type. Okay? Not one type of Vedanta, another, another type of Vedanta. There is no types of Vedanta. Vedanta is Vedanta. What is the meaning of Vedanta? Veda Anta, the end of knowledge. It cannot be different, different ends of knowledge, different types of knowledge. No. Vedanta is one. And that is the end of all knowledge, the end of all research work. Veda means knowledge, cultivation of knowledge. So the research work, the end of all knowledge is Krishna. Jnanavan, bahunam janmanamante, jnanavan maam prapadyate. After millions of births of acquiring knowledge, he will finally surrender to Krishna because he has reached the end of knowledge which is Vedanta. Vedanta is only one type. Hmm? 
ನಾವು ದೀಸ್ ಅಚಿಂತ ಭೇದ ಭೇದ ದ್ವೈತ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಶುದ್ಧಾದ್ವೈತ ಕೇವಲಾದ್ವೈತ ದ್ವೈತಾದ್ವೈತ ವಿಶಿಷ್ಟಾದ್ವೈತ ದೀಸ್ ಫೋರ್ ಆರ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನಿಂಗ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೇಟಿವ್ ಒನ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕ್ವಾಂಟಿಟೇಟಿವ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಒನ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಎನರ್ಜೀಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ನಾಮನ್ ಕ್ಲೇಚರ್ಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ವೇ ಆಫ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ there's no contradiction we have to choose our words rightly especially in regards to this vedic literature one type of vedanta is horrible mistake <laughs> next with virendra ekbote is asking again kindly clarify whether parent time is needed to break ekadashi fast on dwadashi because some vaishnav sampradayas break ekadashi fast after sunrise on dwadashi day parent time is extremely necessary and um, that's why we have parent time not after this just sunrise i know one group i think is gone bangalore they also follow like that after sunrise we can take we have personally heard from them when we went to their temple in vrindavan but uh, proper no our system is to follow the parent time and the whole um, uh, episode of uh, ambarish maharaj and durvasamani happened because of the parent time constraint that's what triggered the whole thing <coughs> so it is it is necessary so next what else again virendra is asking in this birth i am born human and following krishna consciousness is there any assurance or guarantee that even if i don't get mukti or attain spiritual world i would still acquire a human body to continue with my krishna consciousness and eventually attain golokdham who am i to say i am not daivanetrena <laughs> like uh, bharat maharaj he was krishna conscious and i think he is more krishna conscious than you but uh, he became dear also mm-hmm. more, he was more krishna conscious than any of us but he became dear he fell below human life so by that example itself we can know it's very risky to play okay okay next life i'll be born as a human yeah there are verses like that also but then there is practical example from bharat maharaj's case that one can go below also anything can happen so the best course of action is why wait like that not finish it this life that is intelligence but yes whoever does anything in spiritual life will never go to waste but that does not mean we will become slack slackened because the miseries that come with it are huge prices to pay death is not going to be easy now you see this disease is ravaging the entire world and is it a happy situation not at all and in the future of kaliyuga we can only we can only expect the increase of these kind of situations because of the sinful reactions this is not going to be a peaceful place it's going to be worse and worse and worse so um it's better not to come again here you know you think it going to come back again as a human and start chanting hari krishna i don't know whether hari krishna will be uh, will be allowed of course it will be there for the next 10000 years that is there but why why take the risk of coming again and you know, all these things you know, better go back so that means we become serious hmm. 
Oh. This we have already done. Okay. Virendra Ekbote. Again, we have many questions today. Is the Milky Way galaxy our material universe of four-headed Brahma while there are innumerable material universes existing in one-fourth material sky such as Andromeda galaxy is the nearest material universe to ours? No. Complete nonsense. We don't accept this galaxy theory. There are many planetary systems like disks of planetary systems like 14 rungs of them and maybe they exist as a galaxy in the sky. I don't know. But such planes are accepted in Vedic literature, 14 planetary systems. But we're not talking about the galaxy when we're talking about the universe. We're talking about everything that we see in outer space and everything that we don't see. Everything is within this one universe. And this is like a shell, like a mustard seed. And another mustard seed is another universe, which is totally outside this universe. Totally. We have no access to that at all. You see? Virendra Ekbote is saying Satyabhama was Bhudevi in his previous life, mother of Narakasur, so she went along with Krishna to kill Narakasur. I don't know the story, I can't testify that. I maybe that maybe not, I don't know. I have not heard this, but I may be wrong, but uh, I need Vedic evidence. I'm not gonna accept any statement simply said like that. That is not the way you should present also. If you are presenting something, there has to be some reference of everything. Not from some serial that we learn something. You may be right, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I did not come across, so I wouldn't quote that. Okay, Virendra is saying again, Is it Paramatma present within the soul which decides at the time of conception what the soul will acquire in a, a body in particular species? Actually, it's not just at the time of conception that it is decided. He already decides it before. And it just happens in a flash of time when the soul is like, when the gender is decided at the time of conception. So, the execution of it happens in an instant, but the plan also happens in an instant. It's not that he has to think, okay, what is good for the soul? Maybe female, no, no, maybe male, maybe this species, maybe that. No, everything is very smooth. There's no hiccups or bottlenecks. What is that? Soundari Balasubramanian is asking, Dandava's god brother, Hare Krishna. We have to take water from river in which reptiles six stages pollute water even though sun destroys so that we become non-vegetarian? No, we don't become non-vegetarian. No. We can take water from the river, no problem. Virendra is asking, for how many years did Lord Brahma perform tapasite? He said 100 years of his life. But he lives for only 100 years, right? But no, it's actually 100 years of tapasya, 100 years of uh, 100 years of searching, first of all. He went down the stem of the lotus to find out the source of the lotus and then for 100 years and then he came back and then he meditated for another 100 years and then he saw the Lord. And then after that, now he's living his 100 years. I don't know how many 100 years actually he's living. Maybe it's 100 years of the demigods, I don't know. But it's mentioned 100 years. In the Bhagavatam, it is mentioned. Uh, let me try to actually take out the verse. Let me see. Brahma Lotus 100. Let's see if we can get something. 
310 You see 3.10.4 The greatly learned sage Maitreya said, O Vidura, Brahma thus engaged himself in penances for 100 celestial years as advised by the personality of Godhead and applied himself in devotional service to the Lord. So, celestial years means maybe of the demigods or maybe of the Brahma, I don't know. Actually, he went down the universe also. I mean, he went down the stem of that lotus as well. Even that is actually mentioned somewhere. Anyway, I'm uh, not going to spend much time searching for that. We'll go to the next. I think your question is about his tapasya and that is mentioned there. 100, 100 celestial years. Kishore Prabhu is saying, Good thing Lord Brahma was not a Filipino because tapa in Tagalog means a famous, famous dish made with the flesh of a cow. Whoa. That's horrible. That's exactly the opposite of tapasya. No meat eating. It is the worst kind of meat eating, cow eating. Dhiradas <laughs> oh, yeah. has come up with a huge comment that has inundated me. He says, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dhanavad Pranam. Dhanavad Pranam from behind the comment. <laughs> Currently, many people are speculating that our ancient sages had already knew the theory of evolution and had written down in scriptures in the form of easily understandable Dashavatar story because it almost tallies with the Darwin's evolutionary evolution theory. Okay, let's continue with that. As the every avatar is interrelated and resembles Darwin's theory, like first avatar, Matsya, Aquatic, Kurma, Amphibian, third Varaha, Terrestrial Animal, fourth Narasimha, half human, half lion, and then Varaha. Parshuram avatar, which are which are Homo sapiens, like that, they are trying to prove our ancient history by matching it with Darwin's theory of evolution. What do you say about it? Well, I say it is nonsense. Hmm. Then they have to have, then they have to show that half man, half land. They have to show. Where is that? They cannot show that one. No? It is wrong nonsense. If the Vedas say like that, yeah, specifically, don't turn out big, big, big nonsense meanings. And uh, why do why do why do they think the scientists think that first there was aquatics, but we our understanding is different. We know that the first creation is Brahma, who is a human being, highest human being, demigod of the highest order. First is not aquatics. That is also wrong. And then after Brahma, there are Prajapatis. Daksha Prajapati. They were the first inhabitants of the universe. Not aquatics. We don't accept this theory. The scientists do. And they try to trying to uh, put the Vedas also. And this Hindus are stupid now. Many Hindus are stupid. They just, oh, science. Oh, they want to prove that Vedas are also scientific. Okay, you see, Vedas are also following, uh, saying evolution theory. So that means Vedas are also scientific. First of all, they don't check. No brains to check that whether the so-called science is science or not, first of all. Huh? Simply trying to offend, eh, simply offending the Vedic literature. Vedic literature says that the first living creature is Brahma, who is the highest human being. He is not an aquatic. And then after that, his sons were all Prajapatis, Daksha Prajapati and you know Nardmuni and all these Sanak Sanatana Sanatanas, you know Sanat Kumar. All these 
exalted souls who were born in the beginning. And then from them all the lower species all came on later. So the aquatics was almost the last. So it is completely different from uh, some so-called material scientists uh, understanding of um, life. So they are talking nonsense, rubbish. Soundari Bala Subramanian saying Lord Shiva swallowed poison when churning milk ocean which uh, from which produced as first product. No, no, this was not the first product. That was the first product from the churning of the ocean of milk. But before that, if that was the first product, then where did the ocean of milk come from? And where did the snake Vasuki come from? Where did the Mount Mandara come from? They existed before the poison, right? Where did the Asuras come from? Where did the Devas come from? Brahman named Asuri. I don't know about that story of Lord Kapila instructing. I don't know what is that story. Pramod Parashuram Prabhu is saying, Sometimes plants can be seen growing from stone. How to understand it? The Lord's will. (laughs) As we know. (laughs) Favorable conditions and then they grow. So there must be a favorable condition there. We think stones may be not favorable. That is our speculation. But the Lord finds it favorable, then he will, you know, the living entity will come out of it. Abode, Loka of Manu. Where does Manu stay? Is it? He has his planet definitely somewhere. I don't know where. The current Manu is Vivaswata Manu, son of Vivaswan. Uh, either he is on the sun planet or I don't know if he has a planet of his own. I don't know. Dhiradas is saying, Ram Manas was written by Tulsidas, who was a Vaishnava saint and renowned devotee of Sri Ram. Why, so why it shouldn't be considered as authoritative? He is not a Vaishnava. He has impersonalistic tendencies. He has Vaishnava tendencies, but he also has impersonalist tendencies. Srila Prabhupada said that. So his uh, work is not authoritative. That's why it is Manas. Manas, uh, it shouldn't be Manas. It should not be speculation of the mind. So it should be actual facts. That's why some of the stories of Ram Manas don't match with Valmiki Ramayana. That's why we should not quote from Ram Manas, and that's why it is not author- completely authoritative. So, Prabhupada also never quoted from Ram Manas. You see? He is not a complete pure Vaishnava. He has impersonalistic tendencies. Hmm. Prabhupada said that. Parshuram is Prabhu is asking, Super soul has to be subtler than soul, but physical dimension is on the contrary. Super soul is not subtler than the soul. Because Mamai Vamsu Jivaloke, we are qualitatively one with God. If we are qualitatively one with God, how can He be subtler than us? We are as subtle as Him, but we are not as powerful as Him. Like a drop of the ocean is has the same uh, con- uh, characteristics as that of the ocean. So we are his mamayva amsha, we are his spiritual parts and parcels, so we have as much subtlety as he has. Hmm. But the difference is the quantity is different. Um, Parashuram Prabhu again. Tulsidas was one of the renowned Goswamis of that era and Hanuman Shiva gave approval to Ram Charit Manas. Well, again, this is all Manas, you know. Now, Prabhupada is saying, he has not given approval to Ram Charit Manas. So, who is right, Hanuman or Prabhupada? I don't, you know, 
whoever makes up these stories this i mean anybody can say anything right now to, tomorrow i am i will come up with a scripture and say i said uh, hanuman you know bless this scripture this is now should be, should be accepted will you accept or i will say some uh, vyasadev came and said yes this is correct narad muni said yes go ahead he gave thumbs up he gave a like nobody believes so how are these things done we have to again from vaishnava sampradaya what is tulsidasa sampradaya i want to know what, who is his guru and who is his, what is the sampradaya and if he is a pure vaishnava a pure vaishnava can detect another pure vaishnava so prabhupada is pure vaishnava now he is saying that this person is not pure vaishnava he has vaishnava feelings but he also has impersonalistic tendencies he is not a pure vaishnava and if he is really pure then he shouldn't have created something out of his own manas speculation manas means mind manas means a product of the mind like just like kunti is kunti devi kaunteya means product of kunti devi who is son of kunti who is arjuna or any of the pandavas would have been called kaunteya actually it's not only arjuna kaunteya means yudhishthira also is kaunteya because he is a son of kunti so product of something manas means mind manas means of the mind produced from the mind ramcharit manas so that is not the way we 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 you know present things we have to quote from shastra so that's why although it has a glimpse of mayavad at places so if it has a glimpse of mayavad you see when <laughs> this is contradictory right how can hanuman give approval for mayavad philosophy hanuman is a fool no he is a pure devotee he knows what is mayavad what what is nonsense what is right why will he approve something mayavad will prabhupada approve something which is a little bit mayavad okay never mind will he say like that no so hanuman also is like that why he will give approval just is you know hmm making some story and this is uh, i i can't accept this because no vedic evidence no vedic evidence It has to be vedic evidence you know so if it is my other places see for example chaitanya charitam uh, sorry chaitanya mahaprabhu if any pandit has to because many brahmanas wrote many uh, compositions devotional compositions and they wanted to submit it to for the pleasure of chaitanya mahaprabhu but before it goes to him it goes through the screening of swarup damodar goswami and swarup damodar rejects 95% of them because they are not following the devotional conclusions if there is a slight fault he will condemn he will point to fault this is not to be done like this you go and repair your scripture you go and redo it this is how he will give direction this is now you should this should not how you should write it you should write it like this hmm this is the fault this is the fault this is the fault so he and he will not show it to chaitanya mahaprabhu return back go fail so swarup damodar is a pure devotee and he knows what is pure devotion conclusion and chaitanya mahaprabhu did not get anything which is not pure and swarup damodar made sure that it is pure so how will hanuman similarly a pure devotee will accept something give approval for something which is not pure that is contradictory that means hanuman is approving something which is not pure how can that be so that's not correct gaurav gaura is asking prabhu ji related to soul getting next birth how do we understand the soul travels to hell after death for one human year for judgment 
but also mention soul get birth immediately how to understand this it depends if he will he will immediately get another birth either in hell or in another body in this world depends on the activities of the person if you go to third canto of bhagavatam 30th chapter the whole process of going to hell and again coming back to the human life is all mentioned 30th and 31st chapter of the third canto you can go and read shrimad bhagavatam how it's a long i don't want to read the whole thing now you can go and do that homework canto 3 shrimad bhagavatam chapter 30 the second half of that chapter and then the 31st chapter also you can read the whole thing and then you see the movement of the soul and in fact i'll just show one verse from that the last verse i think of the 30th chapter you see last verse 330 34 having gone through all the miserable hellish conditions and having passed in a regular order through the lowest forms of animal life prior to human birth and having been having thus been purged of his sins one is reborn again as a human being on this earth you see this is a complete glimpse of what happens after death so he will get a birth why that birth should be taken as a human birth any birth is a birth right even in hellish planets it's a birth even as a animal or a fish it's a birth so there's a birth it's not immediately a human birth hmm. virendra prabhu is asking is if shiva is greater than brahma then why during beginning of each kalpa shiva is born of rudra shiva in the form of rudra is born from brahma's forehead okay so narasimhadev came from pillar so is pillar superior to narasimhadev or narasimhadev superior to pillar pillar which is not even a living being is superior to narasimhadev why should we i mean come on has to be <laughs> where is the logic the lord can appear from anywhere like he came from the womb of devaki is devaki more powerful or krishna more powerful of course krishna is most powerful but he comes from the devotee because of their affection he takes them as the mother or father like that krishna can come from anywhere he can come from the womb he can come from a pillar he can from the nostril of brahma he came as varaha that means brahma is more powerful than varaha no it has to be more uh, logical all right thank you all very much for participating and we will see you in the next uh, next when we are meeting i think on monday on the tatva darshan show yeah so thank you all very much shri prabhupad ki jai advaita acharya ki jai chaitanya charitamrita ki jai krishna das kevraj goswami ki jai anand kodi vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna